Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and this radio broadcast is Shi'ar Jeshub, coming from Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Today, we will begin the next sermon in the New Testament section of the Heavenly Authority series taught by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. But before we go into the Sunday message, let me remind you about our church website for serious Bible study. The address is www.shiarjashub.org. Now, let's join Pastor Greg for this instructive lesson from God's Holy Word. We'll pick up the study on heavenly authority in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Let me read where we left off last time in verse 11. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. This is speaking about ministry, about their strife in the church, their carnality, the sectarianism of saying, I am of Apollos, I am of Cephas or Peter, I am of Paul. It says in verse 11 of 1 Corinthians chapter 3, For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear, for the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. And then we concluded last time, do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. That's how serious we said last time this study is to speak about how the church should run, the authority structure in the church, how Jesus said, you are all brethren. And when they start to divide themselves up, when they start to say, I am of Paul, I am of Peter, when they start to form their groups and think one group has more information than another group and act carnal, they forget that as they hurt themselves in this way, they destroy the temple of God, for you are the temple of God, the church, the believers, not a building. Every believer in Jesus Christ forms part of the temple of Almighty God. The Spirit of God dwells in us, and that temple is meant to be holy. So when those that come in that build with hay and straw, things that perish, and they don't value the work of God, they don't value the seriousness of the call, when they do such things, they should beware because God will destroy those who defile the temple of Almighty God. This is a serious matter, how the church is built, how the church is formed, how each believer is to be brought directly to Jesus Christ and not to a man, not to an organization, not to an elite group, but every person should be brought to Jesus Christ directly. 
Do you not know? And then he goes on in verse 18, and really verses 18 to 23 summarize what we've been studying over the past weeks in 1 Corinthians up to this point. He says, let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. They're getting so caught up in wisdom. Later on, Paul will say, you have so many, a thousand instructors. There's so many different teachings. They were caught up in so many different teachings and groups and factions. And he says, let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. If you start to go back to worldly wisdom and the ways of the world and thinking like the world and being so puffed up in knowledge, worldly knowledge, that you forget the true wisdom of God that frustrates the intelligence of the intelligent. Leave that false wisdom and become as a fool. Paul many times would say we're like fools. We preach the gospel. People look at us like foolish men. But it's the wisdom of God. It's the salvation of God. He says in verse 19, For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, He catches the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are futile, futile, serving no purpose, completely ineffective concerning the things of God. There are people in universities that spend their whole lives studying and missing the truth of Almighty God. A child can receive the truth of salvation, eternal salvation, the mystery of God. They can comprehend the heart's desire of the Almighty who created the heavens and the earth. And a man or woman in a, an institution that has studied and prides themselves on all the knowledge they've built up, they look down upon those who have not studied the way they have, and they think they're so wise, and yet they miss Jesus Christ. How foolish. God is not impressed by the wisdom of this world. He's not impressed by the institutions of this world. And he's not impressed by their little groups that will separate the body of Christ because they think somehow they're wiser than others. Some teacher has come in and sounded better than another teacher, has sounded better than Paul. You know, Paul speaks about Cephas, Apollos, and himself here, and they are three true ministers of the Lord Jesus Christ, three true apostles. And yet later on, we're going to see, he says, I speak about us figuratively, meaning he's taken the three that have actually done something dramatic for the church, and if he says, you're not supposed to say, I follow Cephas, I follow Apollos, I follow Paul, how much more then shouldn't you say, I follow this super apostle or that one or this one who has come into the church as is implied in 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians and deceive the people by trying to draw men after themselves and receive power onto themselves and their group and their wisdom. The wisdom of the world is foolishness to God. The Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are of no purpose, they are futile. And then he says in verse 21, therefore let no one boast in men. And that's the point of this. Let no one boast in men. For all things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or the things present or the things to come, all are yours and you are Christ's, and Christ is God's. Very clear. 
Certainly, you don't put yourself by the vision, by the true apostles, the true leaders of Jesus Christ, and certainly not by the false leaders. No boasting in men or institutions or groups or knowledge or wisdom over here compared to wisdom over there. All things that are truly of God are yours. Don't divide up the bounty God has for you. Don't parcel it out by saying, I am of this group or I am of that group because you might miss the full work that God has for you in this world. Everything is yours. Every good thing is yours, whether of Paul or of Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death. We have a reward in the next world. We have the bounty of the Spirit in this world, present things to come, the glory that God gives us in victories in this world, the glory of the kingdom to come, and you are, all is given to you because you are Christ. You belong to Jesus. That's who you say you belong to. I am a Christian. I belong to Jesus Christ. Very simple, because Christ is God's. He is the only Messiah. He is the only mediator between God and man. He is the only Savior. Were you baptized into Paul? No. Do you count on Apollos for salvation? No. Does the institution of church, you say, I am such and such, save you? No. There will be those of that institution that stand before the Lord and say, I belong to Jesus, and they will be saved. And there will be others that say, I belong to such and such a church, thinking that makes them saved, and they're not saved. What saves you, you boast in no man, what saves you is that you belong to Christ, and Christ is God's. It's not one denomination. It's not one preacher. Let the Holy Spirit guide you as you listen, as you read, as you study. He has many capable stewards that God has anointed that you can receive from. And when you block out certain areas in Christianity, when you block out the Word of God and you slavishly follow one man, I, I remember years ago when Patty was born in the hospital, there was a gentleman there, a, good, a nice Christian fellow. His wife is a Christian. They were wonderful saved, wonderful saved couple. They had a child at the same time. They were in the same room as us. And he listened to one of the ministers we listened to, and we enjoyed very much. The man had a tremendous ministry. But I always knew that as much as he has a tremendous ministry, he is just a man. And what he can give through the Holy Spirit, I should receive, but I'm receiving because ultimately it comes from Jesus, not because it comes from him. And talking to the fella as the wives were in the room together, and he said, I'll follow anything that man tells me. He is such a man of God. I believe everything he says. The flag went up because the man was a man of God. The work that the Lord did in his life was tremendous. But when you spoke to this fella, this young fella, his faith stood or fell with this minister. A couple of years later, this minister fell. It was a nationwide scandal, and he fell very hard. And I often wonder what happened to that man's faith because he was boasting in men and not in God. Very dangerous position. And, you know, a lot of times we'll look at uh, the Catholic Church and see the people that will follow the Pope and say, whatever the Pope says, it's got to be right. And as non-Catholics, we might 
you know, kind of say, how can they do that? But it happens in all the churches to different degrees. There is not one denomination, one preacher. The Holy Spirit should guide us as we listen, as we study, as we read. There are many capable servants. Listen, pray. You belong to Jesus Christ. You follow his word and you pray in his spirit. And you can't go to the left or to the right. Your focus is straight ahead. For all things are yours and you are Christ's. Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Services include praise and worship, the Lord's Supper and prayer, and an anointed teaching from Pastor Greg. Currently, we are in a fascinating study of eschatology and last-day events. You can find directions and information about our services, as well as a library of hundreds of radio programs on our church's website at www.shiarjashub.org. The address again is www.shear-jashub.org. And please tell others about this important resource for serious Bible study. This Internet outreach is available 24 hours, 7 days a week, and is reaching around the world with in-depth teaching of God's Holy Word. Thank you for joining us today on Shi'ar Jeshub, and may the Lord Jesus bless you as you serve Him.